What the hell's the name of this thing? The Ballsy Podcast. Hosted by the award-winning Evan Grant. This is my baby, and these two were just along riding my carpet, my carpet tail. Kevin Sherrington. I did not choose the dance life, it chose me. Barry Horn. You know what my intention is? When's the last time that anybody has ever asked you a question? No one's ever asked me a question. I'm married. Get ready for the most listened to sports podcast in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm Evan Grant, and this is Ballsy. I'm Kevin Sherrington, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the Cowboys. And I'm Barry Horn. To hear our other exciting additions, simply subscribe to the Ballsy Podcast on iTunes. You know we're on Facebook and Twitter, too. Just search Ballsy Podcast. That's Ballsy with a Z. So sit back, relax, that's relax with an X, and enjoy another edition of the Cowboys Ballsy with a Z Podcast. That's the world's longest lead-in. It really is. Hi, guys. How are you? It's a, Great. It's a beautiful Monday morning in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, because the Cowboys won again. Eight and one. Eight and one. Who had that? Who had eight and one? I, I, I might have had them at—no, I didn't have them at eight. I don't think Jerry, I don't think Jerry had them at no, eight and one. No, I did not. I had them at, at, at uh, ten before Romo got hurt, and then I had them at seven and nine. Yeah, I did not have them at eight and eight for the season. Uh, so, gentlemen, here's the question. The Cowboys are eight and one. They just won— a big game at Pittsburgh. We will get into a lot of details there. But one pressing question for both of you. Last night I tweeted that uh, that Jerry Jones announced that Tony Romo would be a backup to uh, Dak. To what I say is the NFL's MVP leading candidate. Uh, and I was shouted down by many people who say that Zeke Elliott is the NFL's MVP leading candidate. So who is it? Is it Dak or is it Zeke or, or well, who is this you, a little too Cowboys-centric? You say that's Dak. Uh, it could be. Well, we're always Cowboys-centric. Well, I think it's Dak, too, but I'll say this. I think if you have two candidates, you have no candidates. That's possible. That, that, that usually works in the Heisman Trophy uh, type thing. If you've got two guys, then, yeah, you, one the cancels out the other one. Uh, I, I'm going to say Zeke uh, because I think it's easier to quantify. What voters are going to want to see is show me the number. Now, now Dak's numbers are great. His quarterback rating every week has been over 100, except for, I think, one. Uh, so so that, that looks really good. Uh, but I think when you look at what Zeke Elliott, uh, uh, even though that this offensive line is so great, what he brings uh, every week, he's going to end up – he's already got over 1,000 yards. We're halfway – a little over halfway through the season. He's over 1,000 yards, uh, and he is going to – I think he's going to break the rookie rushing record of 1,800 yards. Uh, and, and so when you're talking about somebody who's doing something, he is setting a, an NFL what, record. What, do you, think that's what, what do you think Dak's most impressive stat is? And I'll tell you. But I don't – because I, I know you want to – the record, the team's record. That I mean, the 8-1. The 8-1. That's the most impressive stat. It, it is. But I think that people could also look at look, what's happening to the, to the rest of the league here. The, the rest of the league is receding from the Cowboys, Right. Receding. My hairline is receding. Yes, it is. So it receded, Barry. Yeah. Uh, okay. The rest of the league, you know, most of the rest of the league is receding from the Cowboys. I think the the Seattle Seahawks uh, are playing good football now, and, and that is because Russell Wilson is all of a sudden playing like Russell Wilson, and 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 they are getting better. Uh, yes. And, and we'll get into who is do the Cowboys have competition for the NFC? Uh, Championship at some point in time later in the, in this broadcast, yes, but a lot of competition, sure, realistic competition. I think, and, and I think that if you look around the NFC right now, it, it is 
a much weaker overall conference than than we've seen in recent years. But to your point, Kevin, Zeke does lead the NFL in rushing. He's he's at a thousand and five yards. He's about seventy five yards ahead of Demarco Murray, uh, and and that is a stat that everybody that, that everybody does tend to look at. On the other hand, for me, Dak Prescott is fourth in the league in quarterback rating, uh, less than a point behind Drew Brees. Um, who's a former MVP and playing yep. at an MVP caliber right yep. now. Uh, and I look at it this way. Dak Prescott stepped in as a guy who was not going to be on the field this year. Right. Uh, he's in a quarterback situation having to make a lot more decisions than Zeke Elliott is. Right. Uh, and he has performed at a level. He is right there with Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, uh, and Drew Brees he, in quarterback rating. He, he, and for me, that's a quarterback oh. efficiency. It's it's about what the quarterback does well. You can't s- you can't sit and look at stats, okay? Because as we you were talking, no, you can't only rely on statistics. Wait a minute. Well, well how about the forty? The, how about the forty yards? The forty extra yards or whatever that Antonio Brown meaning meaningless yards that he got at the end of the game. Uh, they weren't meaningless it, yards. It killed a lot of people on, on uh, fantasy, uh, fantasy football, football. Well, uh, including my son. Why was it? Why was it meaningless? Because they they had they had to score a touchdown. They had to go to the end zone. He, th- he threw a short pass. He had no chance of getting into the end zone. But they, and they had one play left after that, right? They they cut, they got timeout with with one second yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. They had a play to throw to the end zone, and that's all you hope to do at the end of the game in the NFL is have one play that gives you a chance to win. So those yards were not un, unimportant. It, uh, how about the time if he had gone out of bounds? He could have tried to lateral the ball. Could have tried to do Should something. Have done that. I was surprised they didn't do that. I thought they threw short. Oh, this is going to be you know lateral palooza here, and they I, didn't do that. I was shocked. Yeah. I, I I think the idea that we're gonna we're gonna parse those stats up because it, it, there's there's home runs that guys hit in games when they're down eight two. That's right. But home runs still matter. Here, here's what I think is going to be hard for voters in MVP voting. I think they're going to look at it like, can we really? Look, running backs come into the league, and sometimes they are great that first year. Sometimes they're unbelievable, and and they and they and they're all pro, and they get and they get voted to all these things, and they people are used to that. I think people are going to have a little bit more trouble getting their heads wrapped around the fact: Am I going to vote for a quarterback at an MVP who's a rookie and it was a fourth round pick? It just it just seems a little out there. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve, uh, but it. I think that I think that I'm actually adds to his story. Well, it could and, and might might tell people like, "Ooh, the guy came out of absolutely nowhere." It could, but I, here's the thing too about uh, about I want to point out about Zeke that we haven't talked about is that we saw in this game yesterday and that was brought up on the broadcast, and this is one of the reasons that you know I, I was thinking he was if we go back to the to when he was drafted, and and everybody was talking about. What if they draft Zeke Elliott instead, right? Instead of taking, you know, Jalen Ramsey or taking Bosa Joey was Bosa. Gone. Bosa was gone. already gone. But those were the possible. Those three guys were the three right. possibilities. And I was thinking, you know what? And that's when I flipped on him was that if this guy is, is he's the best player at his position, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah, best player at his position. But he's also might be the best value for his position. Like this, he is clearly the best running back. And and maybe that's better than taking the best defensive end available, which was Joey Bosa, even he though he was been, not available. But he was not. If he, if he right. had been, right. So, but my point is that one of the things they talked about was what a great blocker he was. Well, we saw that yesterday. Somebody comes in, I don't remember who it was. He takes the guy out, and wipes they, and, him and, out, and, and they showed it was almost as good a block as Escobar had later. No, on. please stop it. So, so he's a great, so he's a great runner. We know that, right? Great blocker. Uh, and now we haven't really seen him as a receiver until yesterday. Uh, Sunday night uh, or Sunday afternoon, the the screen pass he takes it for a touchdown, and they haven't even really used that part of him yet. 
I'm saying that it, by the, the second half of this season, when they've had the full package, the full complement of what Zeke Elliott can do, uh, is, I, is I that their secret weapon? Is is that what that is? I, I, listen, why show everything? Why show everything in the first half of the season? You know, uh, and plus, I don't know. Maybe it was too much. To try well, to you don't show do everything this. until you have to. If you had had yes. to show it earlier than than you did, and right, and in and in this game, they brought it out when they had to, but, right? Yes, but what if they don't very have to in the game. second half of the season? Oh, I think what they cruise. Let, let me ask you this um, question, Kevin. Cruise. The Cowboys have played nine games. Yep. Okay. How many of those games would you? classify as good for Zeke Elliott? Uh, Seven? Yeah, at least. I mean, the, I mean, the first two were a little bit... This was going to be the... T- this was the toughest one for a while, right? But but the first two games he played... I, I, I'm saying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he struggled. In terms of performance. Season, yeah. The first two games he, he yes, struggled a little he bit, did. right? He did. Is, is there a game... There's been one game, the Philadelphia game was the one game where I, I think we would say that Dak struggled. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. If you're going to quantify he's it that played, way, he's yeah. played eight plus to above to above average games. Yes. True. Um, and and the game that he didn't play well, they, they won. won. Right. So and, and 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 I think he made a couple of plays late in that game. I think you could, you know, and I don't want to because look, I want to make this clear. I, I'm I'm good with either one. They're they're both playing still great. It's one and one a. I mean, however you decide to do this, uh, I do think that when. You know, Zeke obviously benefits from playing behind such a good offensive line. Uh, well, so does Dak. But I was just going to say, but so yeah, does Dak. That, that right. And that's and that's such a key thing here because look, you know, it's so easy to talk about these quarterbacks and say this one's this one's playing well, this one's not. It's like, look, most of the time when he drops back, there's nothing there. I mean, I mean, there, but he, even he, when he he's had pressure, it. he has not made dumb decisions. Well, he's had a couple. Uh, but but not very many. You're right, especially for a rookie. That's right. the amazing thing. It's like if we're grading. And that's another thing I want to talk about, too, is that if we're grading Dak against all quarterbacks, obviously, as you said, his quarterback rating is, what, fourth or fifth in the league right It's now. fourth. Fourth, it's fourth and it's less than a point. Breeze is 107. He's 106.2. For me, that's yeah. basically a dead heat. So uh, so to me, yeah, that, that that's obviously a, a big deal. It's not like he's coming in with a 70.6 you know, quarterback rating and he's doing okay. He's doing okay for all quarterbacks, not here, just rookie quarterbacks. Here, here's another point, leadership, which, which we can't quantify. No. But they sure went out of their way yesterday on the broadcast. Troy Aikman, a quarterback who was a leader, who who know who has a lot of inside information about this team. Right. Uh, he was was gushing. Yes. About uh, Dak's leadership and how how the players on this team, how much they like him and how they would they would follow him. And and that's, and and that's it's where, the second time he's gushed. And, and, yeah, and, and, but that's very, done, that's very important. That's a key it is element. Very, he's done two of their games the in the last month, and on both occasions he's gone out of his way. To basically say there's no way you can bring Tony Romo back to the starting position but, right now, but it and, goes, and, but it goes back even further than that with with him when he was saying, when he was saying, so what are you going to do about Tony Romo? Because I, you know, Troy Eggman, he's a quarterback. The last thing he wants to hear is quarterback controversies. Yes, and he was the guy, almost from the fourth game, maybe, who was saying, so hey. What are they going to do when Tony comes back here? He was planting that seed in people's minds he on his it, own. He made it sound like there would be almost an armed rebellion in in the locker room if if they come, if they come in. He does. Oh, okay. Are, does, are you, do and, you and check the arm, th- Devin? And why do we think that is? Because the, everybody has bought into Dak. The and, players, and you know, and it's the young guys. And he's a team. young. The young guys. There are a lot of young guys on this yes. team, and he's one of them. Right. What he said during the Green Bay game was, "You don't get roles like this very often." Right. Well, now. You're sitting here rolling on an eight-game winning streak, right? And it's it's tied a club record. 
So there's something that's going on. And the last thing you do, whether whether it is all because of Dak Prescott or whether there's there's a portion of it, whatever, you don't mess with that chemistry right. you when you are on that kind of I th- role. I think until most recently they were looking for an excuse, something. They, they were looking for a stumble, and you know, there, it was going to be like a referee calling a fight. Uh, you know, Jerry Jones would run in there, or Stephen Jones, or maybe even Jason Garrett would run in there, and you know, and start waving their arms and right. go, "This this fight's over. So, so we're going to bring the other guy in the ring." So well, that's or, not the case. So what's the, what's a stumble now? What's a stumble to you? What, what two games? The, uh, what do you mean two games? Two, two games. losses. Two loss. Two bad games. I, I'm not necessarily going to say two losses, but I'm going to say two poor games um, in a row. What if they win both? What if What if he has two poor games and they win? That, that's a really good question, and, and I think it, in they in don't that, take him out. No, I agree. In that situation, I don't think they take him out. You're not going to take a guy out at ten and one. You're well, not you know, gonna... Joe Buck. You're you're, at, you're right. And Joe Buck also went out of his way yesterday to point out. You know, he they mentioned Tony's uh, great record in the regular season, and Buck came right back and said, "You know, this is a guy that's won two two playoff games in his career." Yes, but you know, uh, Joe Buck hates the Cowboys. Oh, come oh, on. so Troy, but Detroit, but then Troy, but he hates every team. Everybody knows he hates every yeah, team. Every team he, is your right. team. Except the Cardinals. Yeah. The, the baseball right. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. Baseball Cardinals. He loves those Cardinals. No, I, I, I watched that World Series. He loved those Cardinals. That's, that, is, that is the question on Tony is he's, he's a great statistical quarterback. He does not have a, a track record, so to speak, as, as a playoff quarterback. Well, Let's let's talk. Oh, he about, does have a track record. Let's, 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 a bad, I, th- I think the Troy Aikman thing is interesting because I, obviously you appreciate his perspective and being a former Cowboys quarterback and what he did. Do y'all believe that what? Because I think there are similarities to this team, obviously, and the early '90s teams that that Troy was on. And do you believe that that Troy looks at that and thinks these are the guys? Why? Why are you? Because I think the, the I think the off, uh, there's an offensive similarity. I think the defense. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, there's the, no. The, I think you're going somewhere. With the, this the, the, the defense was much better in the early. I, I sense that you're going in a in a direction here. Well, maybe in a minute here. Yeah, uh, oh. but 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 I, but I think what the, what you got here is a team that's very similar offensively. Not, offensively. It's, it's not defensively, of nope. course. But you can't. Nobody has those kind of teams anymore because of the salary cap era. You can't right. have it both ways. You get one or the other. And and I think this is a very similar team. The triplets are very similar. These are guys who are not turning the ball over. They grind the ball down the field. They do very well. Let me ask you a question. And, yeah. and you're, you've got more institutional knowledge on the Cowboys, and we'll get into to this rookie class in a second. But the, the the triplets didn't all come together in just one year, right? No, two years. Okay. And, and this, Three years, th- I'm this sorry. group hasn't come Three. together all Three in years. one year. It's It's been Dak and Zeke and, and yeah. Witten and, 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 and Dez were there before. But uh, over the course of that point in time, with with Aikman and Emmett and and uh, and, and Michael Urban, Urban, Urban. there was some degree of a growing pain. They did not all just oh no 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 quickly. no. Right. Yeah, there was talk. I remember when Urban came. He was the, he was first. And uh, when remember the the talk was that Jimmy was saying uh, I wouldn't have recommended this guy. I told them not well, to draft him. Well, be him. clear. Jimmy was with Michael in, in, in Miami, in Miami right. and, he, and he would. The rumor was that he told the Cowboys not to take Michael. Right. right. Yeah. Not a fast guy. And then all of a sudden it all just came together. Also because Michael used to come into the media room on his own and say, hey, what y'all guys need? <laughs> right. Seriously, uh, he used to. Well, that, that was the story at Miami. Is that right? Is that, Yeah. He, there was a media room in the uh, old sports information office, and after practice he'd just walk in there without any, every day. Really? Basically saying, hey, you guys need anything? You can't beat that. But then I will say this, too. The, the, those teams were coming out of the, off the bottom 
of the Heat. Correct. Uh, the Cowboys were bad last year with four wins, but that's basically because they lost their starting quarterback. But this is this is not the Cleveland Browns either. Yes, the, the, this team had a much better offensive line than those Cowboys did back. They they completely rebuilt that Correct. Cowboys. They're team. a year removed from being uh, from potentially being a Super Bowl club. Yes. So, uh, so are we going to talk about the drafts now? So, yeah, you want to make a point uh, about this your draft. Point, I do want to make a point. Oh, and and let, let's just let's use this as the ju- as the jumping off point yep. because yesterday on a broadcast, uh, was Howie, it, was it after the broadcast? Howie Long was it after the broadcast? Or it was before? after the game. Right, so, Howie Long. Go ahead, Barry. No, just after the broadcast, Howie Howie Long said, if you come up with one impact player in a draft, you've hit a home run. You know, to take the impact, big time impact, like Pro Bowl. You've hit a home run. He goes. He said the Cowboys have hit two grand slams, meaning Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's. let's, You want to add to that? Yeah. Let's look at that. So we got here that uh, first of all, just to remind everybody, uh, obviously Zeke taken with the fourth pick of the draft, first first round. Okay, that looks pretty good. Yeah. I would say right now there's you know it's barring injury, barring something happening, barring him getting you know banned by the NFL. Uh, this is that's that's an unbelievable pick. No one, no, no one can argue with that pick. But, but no. you'd have to say with the fourth pick of the draft, you should hit a home run. Yeah, unless you're this you Los Angeles Rams. You know, well, it's it's around there, like because Joey Bosa goes before that, right? right. And, you, and he's pretty good. You bet. You with in, in the in the top ten picks, you ought to get a guy who's going to have an impact. Absolutely, uh, but not necessarily right away. Correct. Not not like these guys. Especially have. if it's a quarterback. Especially well, if it's a quarterback. But, but I mean, if you, Carson, if you're, if you're picking, Jared Goff's not playing yet. No. If you're picking in the top ten, you need an impact player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You so. do. There's no question. All right. So then the second round, they take Jalen Smith. We Jury's still out. Don't were you, know. Were yet to see him. No. But if he is as good as they say he is, he's a if, top five talent from this last draft. J- right. If he turns out to be Jalen Smith the way they thought it would be, this could be the greatest Draft of all time. And we're going to get to that. All right. Oh, okay. In the third round, they take Malik Collins. Why does he want to? Why does he want to? No, no, stepping but, all over no, my no, stuff, no. Isn't but it's it's no, a, could no. be the greatest draft of all time. Uh, any, any, team. any team. All right. So, so Malik Collins, a very good player. He's in the rotation, playing very well. He had a couple. He's already got a couple of sacks. Charles Tapper in the fourth round, the Oklahoma defensive end, not gotten on the field yet. But don't right. know. Don't. But he's very. He was the fastest guy at the combine. Fastest defensive lineman at the combine. And don't weren't know. we weren't we talking about Charles Tapper as being the guy? Other than Zeke, to make who the might impact. have the biggest impact. That's in his correct. We were yeah. because he was going to play a defensive end, and they didn't have it. Right. right. So, if he if he ends up in the rotation next year, uh, then you, then looks it. All right. Then you got in the same fourth round, you got Dak Prescott, best draft pick uh, maybe of the last ten years. Best value the fourth pick. Oh, absolutely. Of anybody. Not, I'm not talking just the Cowboys. Right. I mean, you look at all the drafts. Who who could get a quarterback playing at this level rookie season? Six didn't have a fifth round pick. Sixth sixth round pick, Anthony Brown. Oh, you like Anthony Brown? Cornerback from Purdue. I do like Anthony Brown. Now look, yesterday they they, they were they don't have Mo Claiborne, uh, and and they are uh, also missing Barry Church, uh, the safety. So they're missing half of the secondary of the starting secondary. And Orlando Scandrick goes down in this game yesterday as well. Gets uh, gets knocked around a little bit. Uh, and and you look out there and on, on Antonio Brown, who you can make the argument best receiver in the NFL, maybe if it's not Julio Jones. Uh, certainly the the top two. Absolutely. A tre- a different tre- kinds of receivers. Different kind, but tr- a tremendous receiver. Absolutely. And out there on him, one-on-one, is uh, Anthony Brown. And held him to what? And <laughs> he didn't really yeah. held him. He <laughs> did a great. Like 150 yards. He was unbelievable. Yeah, but remember, 40 of those yards were meaningless. Meaningless. They, they were to Barry, meaningless. According to Barry. But, but look, here's the thing. But you agreed with me before. Here's now the thing. you're disagreeing with what, me? What did everybody say about that game, too, though? Roethlisberger comes back from two very mediocre games. Well, well coming back from coming off of injury. Yes, but he'd been looked very mediocre and he looked terrific. 
against the Cowboys. Right. And, I, and when I say trash, that didn't mean that, oh, my gosh, he carved up the Cowboys. It was that, look at these throws. These are tremendous throws. Anthony Brown is right on Antonio Brown, and he's making catches. And so this kid, a sixth-round draft pick, is playing unbelievably well for the Cowboys this year. I, I, it's, it's phenomenal. I think you can make the case that which round did they get the best value from. The first pick, as you all said, he's the fourth pick. He ought to be a good player, right? Well, in the fourth round, you're getting a quarterback, a starting quarterback. That, that, you can't beat that. The, 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 the round that they got the most value from is the fourth. No you question. You cannot make that. But to get a sixth-round cornerback rookie to step in and play as well as this kid's playing right now is really phenomenal. I, I think it just adds – it adds to the value. It adds, I, it adds to the genius of Jerry as the uh, yeah as the GM. Genius. Listen, I'm going to give all props to Jerry. Uh, I don't think it is Jerry. Obviously, we we don't think that. But if I'm going to rip him for for bad drafts, I'm giving him credit for this one. This draft looks this this draft to this point looks phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, it, it looks like a great draft. It looks like a historic draft for the Cowboys. But I I will say this: the one thing that you have to check is. Whether it's a whether it's a baseball draft and you're talking about guys that you won't see in the big leagues for three or four years, or the NFL where guys may make an impact the first year, it's hard to give a long term grade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To a draft until we see. Well, there's things long-term. that go, guys get hurt, but here's the we're, we're, we're not giving a report card. We're giving a progress. Report. Yes, remember, we what, are. just let's let's just remember here. Remember what Colin Kaepernick did when he first stepped in. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and guys got to make him out pretty well, quickly. RG3 had a great rookie season. Right. What happened to him after that? You know, so yeah, things can go wrong. Well, his but, legs but, fell off. Yeah, basically, that was his problem. It really, essentially, was injuries and other, other things as well. But you look at the things that, at, at, at uh, all the intangibles that he brings, Dak Prescott, then that certainly bodes well for him. That's, you know, you want to use RG3 and, and Kaepernick as, as I, I use them as examples. Griffin's strength was running, and, and yes. the guys couldn't catch him Kaepernick was using the read option a lot yes this is a guy in Dak who is he doesn't want to do that basically managing games and making decisions well, and that's something that's hard well to now teach. he's throwing downfield too we saw that in the Pittsburgh game we hadn't seen that before yeah. well he, let me ask you the this there were 46 seconds to go Pittsburgh just scores on that cheat, 42 42 seconds that cheating gimmicky play that oh let's let's pretend we're gonna Throw the ball down. Apparently, Babe Loffenberg said on the radio broadcast that that's illegal. The fake spike. Fake spike. But you know, I don't know how it. How could it be? It I can't be illegal. You can't. You can, as, as long as you do this, it's a, it's a pump. Uh, I don't it's know. A pump do that again, Evan. I like. We that. Need, it was very good. I need to talk to my man Babe about that. But now I want to go back. We're, we're drifting from my point here about the drafts. I've I made. Thought, the, I thought you made your point. I have made on. the. I have made the point before that this draft compares favorably with the 90, early nineties drafts, which the Cowboys built Super Bowl teams off of, right? Okay. And it, 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 right now, for where it looks right now, All that's right. the way it looks. I'm going to expand that to say that you can look back historically. If this draft continues to develop the way that it is, uh, just with the guys they've got playing now, and if you added Jalen Smith and Charles Tappert to that, this – well, I mean, they didn't play. Right. We don't know. So, right, right. We don't know. I think it compares favorably with any draft the Cowboys have ever it, So what do you use as the benchmark Cowboys draft? Here we go. If we're looking back at it, benchmark Cowboys best draft. One. I want you to pick one because we got to move on to another draft. i got two that I'm going to tell you about. i got to say uh, 1970. How many picks did they have in the 1970 They had a lot of drafts. But, you know, a lot of, these, a lot of rounds. Of, my, yes, a lot more rounds back there. But these were high picks, most of them. In 1970 uh, draft, they get Dwayne Thomas in the first round, Charlie Waters in the third, Steve Kiner in the third, uh, Fitzgerald in the fourth, uh, Pat Toomey in the sixth, and Mark Washington, pretty good cornerback, in the 13th. That was a good draft. And the reason that's important is because what happens in the 70s? This is a 1970 draft. They were pretty good. They were pretty good in the That's 70s. when they started going to the Super Bowls. Right. right? 
And then in 75, in the first round, they got Randy White. Uh, but he was, he, was, he was also, what, second-round pick, first-round pick? Who? First pick in the draft, second pick of the draft? Yeah, Randy, Randy White. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, uh, also first-rounder, Thomas Henderson. Uh, Second-round, Burton Lawless. Third-round, Bob Brunig. Fourth, Pat Donovan. Thirteenth-round, Herb Scott. Fourteenth, Scott Laidlaw. That was you got to that you, might be the best tra- just for number of guys that contributed long term. Yes, and that was very very comparable to the Cowboys draft of 1991 when they got uh they got Russell Maryland. This was a draft where they didn't get uh just an all-star players, but they got a lot of good players. They got Russell Maryland. First pick of the draft. Uh, uh you know, Alvin Harper, Dixon Edward, Godfrey Miles, Eric Williams, Leon Lett, Larry Brown. That's a lot of good players. Yeah. And that's and see that was the '91 draft, and that fed into the Cowboys Super Bowl teams Correct. of the '90s. So, what's your point? My point is, you start having drafts where you not only get you know in the last few drafts, the Cowboys have added some good players, right? They've been drafting good offensive linemen, but they would draft an offensive right. lineman, and then there wouldn't be anything after that. Right. That first round pick was good; they weren't getting anything after that. Now, this draft, they went all the way into the sixth round with really impact, at least impact on. on this They've team. had guys. Deep into the into the sixth round, who are making impact for a good team, and that only bodes, 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 bodes well for the future. Especially if we do see Jalen Smith and and Charles Tapper make contributions going forward. And, and this is what you have to do because you brought this up in our little pre-show meeting, Barry. You said that oh, was it a mistake letting Demarco Murray go because Demarco Murray's having such a great year for the Titans? And and my He's point the second was, if if you want to say Zeke Elliott is the best running back in the draft. Then Murray's the second best running back in the draft. In, 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 in the, the league. He's second in the league in rushing. Right. Yeah. Well, look, he threw a touchdown pass. threw a touchdown pass yesterday. And I don't think anybody, when, when he was here, of course, the question was when you let him go because of the huge contract he got. And and, and I, I think if the Cowboys had made him an offer, they didn't have to offer him what, what the Eagles were giving him. He would have taken it. But they, they made basically no offer. Right. I, I think that DeMarco Murray, I think what we found out with DeMarco Murray was one, he was a great running back behind a great offensive line. You have to have the right speed And we found out that Chip Kelly was a complete disaster as a head coach. And now he's a great running back behind the Tennessee line. Yes, he is. Which is is an improving offensive line. It is, but you also have to have the right scheme to fit him. And and so this scheme is built. And that's another thing about the Cowboys is that they have kind of built a different model from everybody else's. They they weren't copycatting anybody. This is – they're running the ball more than anybody else is. And, and And it's working. And it's working great, right? Well, I mean, they've you, gone back to that early '90s model you, that everybody said you can't do anymore. If you want to, if you want to look at the copycat kind of situation, Philadelphia beat Atlanta yesterday, in in the game that led into the Cowboys game, they ran the ball down the Falcons' throat. Yeah, uh, Ryan Matthews touched the ball a lot, and they controlled the clock, controlled the tempo, and they came back and, and won that game to, to put themselves back above 500. Um, so. I think teams are seeing right now that that the best ways to maybe slow down uh, explosive offenses is to keep them off the field and keep them from getting in too much of a rhythm and and that is something you have to give the Cowboys some credit for. Sure, that, 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 listen, they they're hitting all the the right buttons. You know, Scott Linehan is doing a great job uh, calling plays. You know, um, they 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 got right, good so, balance. They got everything going. So about pressure, about pushing buttons. We we touched yep. on this just a, a minute ago. Jerry Jones said yesterday, this is a giant surprise, <laughs> said yesterday after the game that Tony Romo will be active this week and will back up Dak Prescott. Yeah. 
what happens? They could have done that apparently for the last couple of weeks. Larry Lindbergh from from Facebook Live. Larry Lindbergh asks, "What will happen with Tony Romo? He'll be the backup quarterback." Yeah, and and will he be the backup quarterback the rest of the year? Yes, I believe he will. I I think it, at this point, when we talked about uh, David Moore had said this when we were on Fox Sports Southwest recently, I said, "What kind of stumble are we talking about for for uh, Dak Prescott? How, how much rope are they going to give him?" And he says, "I think he had to lose." Two or three games before they before they bench. Well, him. I I think he's getting more and more and more rope rope. Yes, I believe so too. So because yeah. you look at his, what, you, what you're seeing is you're seeing him have some stretches where he's not so effective, and then he's but coming every, back. But every quarterback has stretches well, no, no, like I that. Know, so that's what's my my point. We see it during the game where okay, if you if you wanted to yank him, oh look, like he's going south now. He comes back the, at the Philadelphia game and directs a winning drive. Correct. Comes back at this game. Not that he really and you're was not gonna yank him. You're not gonna yank him mid game. If you make a decision on quarterback, it's going to be it, it's going to happen one it'd be week a, it'd after. Be a pan. You know what I you know what I could see them let's say they get into the NFC championship game. Let's say they get into the Super Bowl. Wow. And so if that happens I just point out if that happens, Dak Prescott will have more playoff victories in one in his rookie season than Tony Romo. Has had his entire That's career. That's correct. And, but if they, I could see them at that point saying, "If it's at halftime's going bad, let's 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 put Romo in the Super Bowl." Yeah. All right. So uh, you you mentioned two two games. I think it's two games. I think you you give him he has a bad game, and then you give him a chance to bounce back and and, and see if it was just a bad week. I, I think he's got to have back to back. What do we what do we say when we're talking bad? What, if, what do you mean? If, if he has a bad game, what if he has a horrible game and they win the game? You, you keep bringing that up, and I I, yeah. I think that I don't I think, think that I do not think that you can qualify at this point in time a bad game as a win. I think if if they win, it's a good game. Right? Yeah, they okay. win. It's a good game. So 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 if, so if he goes ten for thirty, so you've got to you have got to find in that in that in oh, in, in the Cowboys. In the Cowboys' record, yeah, you've got to find. All right, fine. He goes ten for thirty, and they win a game on a on a pick six. Right. right. All right. He goes, but then they've got to lose a game. And so, fumbles. So you you have got to find a win and at least a loss or two losses back to back. Do you see back to back losses on that schedule? I do not. Let's go over the schedule. All right. We've got Baltimore in Dallas this week. That's a win. That's that's a win. That's right? a uh, that's a win. Yeah. All right. Then you have but, Washington on the short week on Thanksgiving Day here. You know that's a win, but you know they're playing good. But Washington's playing well, and and so is Kirk Cousins. You know when they uh, the when first the Cowboys thing, played Kirk Cousins uh, before he was not playing. He good. was horrible. They should have <laughs> lost that game. They should have lost. The Cowboys should have lost that game. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. I, I still the last play of the game when he threw the ball basically into the stands. Oh. You know when you talk about decisions, it was just brutal. Uh, no touch. No feel. No. And, but they're they're winning games right now. All right, so what do we say? I, I need a definitive answer from you guys. Washington, win or loss? I picked the Cowboys to lose to the Steelers. I'll pick them to lose to the Redskins. I'm, I'll say Cowboys win. All right. I, I'm going to go with they win at home on the short week. Okay. Let me – quick segue there. Would you at all consider the idea of giving Dak the Washington game no. off? No. On the short week? No. No, you give Tony ten days, twelve days to get ready for that game. No. You do, and Tony plays that game and has a terrific game. You, you, no. do, do, you're you. just getting too cute. If you no, it's too way cute. too cute. And then, okay. and then the outcry will be, "Well, why bench Tony now?" Right. No, right. okay. Right. So after, oh, was that that was a no, no, Mr. Bill, Mr. Uh, Barry. The next week is at suddenly cold Minnesota. Uh, not cold. It's in a dome. 
Well, they're covered. not playing hot. They're not playing, they're playing poorly. Oh, right. I get what they're playing saying. poorly. Yes. yes, they are playing poorly. And and, and I had that down oh, as a Doug loss. Doug like that. I had that down as a loss before the season. There's there's I, I why do we think that the Vikings are all of a sudden going to turn this around? They've lost four games in a row. This is a team on in, in turmoil. A death spiral. It's a team in turmoil. Yeah, yeah. The team with coordinators. It's not. a team with Sam Bradford at quarterback yeah. and not Adrian Peterson behind them. And, and you can make the point that the Vikings were playing over their heads earlier. Right. That they had lots of injuries and they were really playing well. Now they're showing who they really are. I got that trap game written all over. You do? I do. No, I think no. that's still a loss for the Cowboys. No, no. that's a win. Um, at the Giants. At the Giants. I think that will be really tough because it'll be up there. That's you know the weather conditions there are always a factor. It's cold, winds blowing like crazy up there all the time. Late Sunday, uh, yeah, late. No. Yeah, I think that that will. I, I'm putting that down as a loss. All right, so I've, that's that's where I've got my two game losing streak is the is Minnesota and the Giants. Yeah, uh, and then they come home and play Tampa Bay. No, that's a walk. That's a lock. That's a walk. That's I said. A, that's a walk. That's a that's Mark a Sanchez. That may that be a Sanchez game there. He won't be on the roster by then, but that's yeah. yeah he will. He'll still be on. But they won't. They won't dress him if they have Tony's number. That's two. true. They yeah. won't. Now here, here's then after Tampa Bay, and let's let's we all say they beat Tampa Bay. Yeah. They they host Detroit. And that's a that's a possible trap game to me. Not not that it's a trap game because the Detroit's game number good. Team. They're, game they're number four. fifteen for them. Yeah, and 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 they could and be Stafford's sitting there at eleven true. and three. See, I, th- I still think this team is susceptible to a, a really good quarterback. As all teams are. Uh, he played a really good quarterback yesterday. They did, and he played as well as he could play. Yes, and he, he, he put up a lot of yards. And, and what did that require? It required – that was Dak's best game yesterday. Did we say that already? Uh, no, we have not. I think that, that – That was his first 300-yard game. Because without saying. Because when you talked earlier, and you were absolutely correct when you said he was managing games, you know, he had – he's been better than a bus driver. For me, I don't – and I don't consider managing games a, uh, a, 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 a backhanded compliment. No, that's not. You're right. Uh, managing games comes down to making smart decisions. But he he made throws yesterday that he hasn't made this year. He he makes the, he makes the throw down there. Was the touchdown throw to Dez a good throw in your mind? Oh, absolutely. Okay, Dez didn't make it look like a good throw, but it was a good throw. It was I mean, right I, there. He I thought touch. he had to there come back. There was good touch on. Uh, oh, it was perfect. It was good and, and there was and there were more times in the game yesterday, and this is what we have not seen. When Tony Romo's the quarterback of the Cowboys, he's always waiting for someone to be looking at him. He, he especially Dez. He is waiting for Dez to have run his route, made his break, and I'm looking right at you. I, I thought about you when when they made he he made that pass to Dez. Yes, and he before, threw it before Dez broke for before. The ball, and I thought of, uh, Kevin Sherrington must be smiling. Yes, somewhere. I was. And then that's and to me that's the difference now. Now we're seeing him do that. Now he's going downfield. We were not seeing him throw the ball downfield much early in the season. That was okay. And we saw and who who benefited most from that? He's an evolving Cole quarterback. Beasley. Cole Beasley and 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 Witten and and Witten. What happened to Cole Beasley yesterday? Invisible. Invisible. It, it, when he threw it to him, he didn't catch it. Why and are I, you at, like asking like a like a eleventh uh, grade civics teacher? Well, I, I, because I because you want you to feel good I when you, you answer the question. Correct. Correct. The articles of confederation were signed no, in. But, but, anybody, but, but, anybody? But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Now you feel better about yourself. Your self esteem is. Yeah, higher. you answered the question. That was go, good. When you go to lunch, you'll feel better about because yourself. It, look, if we because early in the season, and I was all on board with this. He's looking out there. Why should I th- test this out here? Cole Beasley's wide open. I'll throw it to him. Absolutely. And that's what he did, and that's what he did. Not- so teams adjusted. Now teams are taking away Cole Beasley. Or trying to, yeah. Or trying to. How do we adjust now when they – now I'm going to go down here. And so to- and that's obviously much more difficult because here's the deal. 
Cole Beasley and that little seam routes and the things underneath, he was always open on that. And he wasn't always open yesterday, and he wasn't always very good. Uh, so it was uh, what we saw was the progression of Dak Prescott now. Now we're seeing a quarterback who's being forced to make adjustments, just like we were talking about before about Colin Kaepernick, about RG3. As teams make adjustments to you, how do you adjust to them? And he adjusted terrifically yesterday. All right, so let me ask you this. Let's say you have the Cowboys at – Thirteen and two. Well, going don't, in, oh, we don't have it. Okay, that you okay. have them at thirteen and two going into the final game. I think Barry has them thirteen and two. We, we, we didn't say about Detroit. Did you? I said a win. You said a win. I I, I think that's that's a hard fought win. Yes, very tough. But the question is, does that with that win does it guarantee them home field advantage, or do they have to play Philadelphia tough in week? Well, 16? they will. Have, in my estimation, week they will 17. have lost to the Giants week seventeen. They will have lost to the Giants twice. Now they have a two game lead in the division now. I'm uh, talking about home field all the way through. Yeah, you know, I, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, so, yes, I think so. And I I don't. Uh, does it, what you're asking is that mean Tony starts? No. Do they just 16? have to play that game hard? Do they have to play that in, no, in order? I don't think so. You think they've wrapped at it up? Thirteen and three. You would think they would have wrapped it up. It, they'd be twelve and three going in. Mean, so okay. And two, yeah. So they would be. The, the, you you've got them at thirteen and two. I'm getting yes. confused. Okay. Yeah. So thirteen and two. They'd be going into that game. Chance to go either. Thir- fourteen and two or thirteen well, and three. If yeah. they're thirteen and two, that could be a meaningless game, correct? It could yeah. be. Yeah. If C- but Seattle could run the table. Well, if, I got, if I got them at thirteen two, I got twelve and two. Twelve and two. No, what's the last thirteen game two? Year? You're right. You, you'd have them at thirteen uh, and two. Yeah. Seattle has got two losses. They're the only team with two losses. Okay. So Seattle would yeah. have to win the run the table at that point. In time. Right. Um, doable. Yeah, it would be it would be very important not to have to go to Seattle. But here's the, here's the thing Correct. about this Cowboys team. All right, what, was, what so far? What have been the two biggest road uh, trips? Green Pittsburgh Bay and Green Bay won both of them. Right. So so I mean, but uh, also we're talking about two teams that are both four and five now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, Green Bay does not look like a good team. But right that's now. kind of like the story of the whole rest of the NFL. That's what that's Tennessee what we see. Took, and took I mean, apart Green Bay yesterday. In yeah. Green Bay, right? Right. Yeah. And Philadelphia took apart Pittsburgh. But for a rookie quarterback on the road, that's good for his. Uh, that's good for his. It's uh, a good win. It's a good win. You know, it no makes doubt. him feel better about himself. There's so, no doubt. I don't, I don't know that the road is as big a question. And for I mean, me. right now, even though I, I think the Washington game looks like a big win, a big road win. Oh, absolutely, yes. absolutely, yeah. So, the, so he's so he's already done all that. It's not like you're, you know, he's growing every week from all these these things that are happening. He's he's been able to bring the team back for late wins against Philadelphia and against Pittsburgh, twice uh, against Pittsburgh, right? I mean, he goes down. You think that's right. the winning drive, the, the, and, then, the, and then they and then Pittsburgh comes right back. Our well, friends on the ticket this morning were talking about three game winning drives. Yes, and, and, and there that, were three game winning drives that, in the last. And that's five absolutely minutes. right. That's pretty good. Um, all right, so they're gonna. Let's say they. I'm going to go with you and assume that they have home field advantage. Yep. Who are they playing here in the NFC Championship? Game? Boy, you're really going out there at this point. So, well, I. I mean, it's right now. If you want, I want to know who's, what the final score against New England is in Super Bowl. Wow. Whatever. It is. Evan. Fifty-one. It's Fifty-one. 51 isn't it? Yeah. It is. 51. It's in Houston. Yes. Yeah. Houston finally gets to the Super Bowl. Or the Super Bowl comes to Houston. He Kevin comes there all the time. Kevin and I are going to be doing the uh, RV thing down there. RV. I've, 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 I've tried to stay with Kevin in an RV once. Did that at a you know Texas what I say Speedway. You? Good luck. Okay. Yeah. So who who do the Cowboys play in the NFC Championship game? Uh, I had to say Seattle. I'm, 
you say Seattle why? Because the defense is just so good. You know, I don't even know how it's going to set up, but I, you know, I just think that if you're asking who's the second best team in the league, I say Seattle because because of who their pedigree. They're very good. They're very well coached, and because Russell Wilson is now it looks like Russell Wilson. He's been hurt and play, hasn't played very well early in the part of the season, and now he's really starting to play. And well. is there anybody else in your on your radar? No. Well, you're going to say Atlanta. Are you gonna I, guess? I, I don't think so. I, I think Atlanta is really, uh, really schizophrenic. And, and and again, I watched a lot, like, yesterday. It would have taken a miracle in the last minute, but Matt Ryan made a really bad throw in the last minute of the game. I don't trust him on two minute drills. I really don't. Well, then look. You look at the Cardinals. I think the Giants are a legitimate. I, I think the Giants are a le- legitimate. Uh, their trouble spot. Yes, absolutely. Because here's what, look. We know what happens. Like we look, we just saw the Rangers season where right. they just wipe through the uh, the American League and then they then they're out in three games. Right. So stuff goes wrong. You know, you it's a Sunday. Anything can happen. And, and you know, you know, they made that, a movie about that. Yeah, they did. Uh, on any given Sunday. So Al Pacino may have overacted in that. Yeah, that well, may, a lot of times. That may come as a surprise to you. Yeah. So, you know, listen, I'm not going to guarantee anything. I'm just saying that the way it shapes up is that it, it looks certainly good for the Cowboys. It, the crazy thing to me is like when, when Barry picked the Steelers to, to beat the Cowboys, he said they're bound to lose one of these games sooner or later, right? Right. And I have to tell you, I looked at that game beforehand, I'm saying, but – the only reason I would pick them to lose is because it's in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. And, be, and because Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown and, and Le'Veon Bell, those are three excellent players. I mean, yeah. look, you can make the case that that's, that's better than the They're Cowboys. Triplets. They're right. triplets. That's right. their triplets. Yeah. You know, these are veterans you who bet. are yeah. doing it every I, year. I would have to, you'd have to say that Antonio Brown is a better receiver than Dez right now. Yes. And, and Le'Veon Bell. He's and, just as good as Zeke is. And and Zeke I think. Or, yeah, because Le'Veon right now has demonstrated – more in the passing game. Yeah, how well. about that catch he made in the end zone? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one hand, that's a the one handed catch. That's a terrific that catch. Was a that was a catch. bullet too. All right, well, we've great we, catch. Guys, we have we've, to go? we've got to sign off. Uh, did um, anybody any more questions? Did, did you go back? And no look? more questions. There's a lot of um, surprisingly enough, there are a lot of folks who would like us to cover Texas A and M commerce. <laughs> um, really? And I guess we're going to have to do a segment on the. Well, um, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do them on the college pod. Yeah, there we go. Um, a and M Commerce. We're going to cover a team from. We're going to talk about a team from the A and M system, but it's not going to be A and M Commerce. It's going to be that one down in College Station. All righty. Are, are, are there? Is, what is? Why do people want us to talk? I'm just curious. Why? A&M I Commerce? think that there are some people who were from Commerce who got on Facebook Live and want us to talk about A and M Commerce. A and M Commerce because they have championship teams in football, soccer, volleyball. All right now, Sharon Huffman. Let's, let's, let's call seven. Brad Towns and get him on this story immediately. All right. I know this. That we're going to talk to our old buddy R.C. Slocum uh, about A&M's fortunes now and about the CFP and what he thinks about that. Uh, R.C. would love to be on the CFP. All uh, right. Well, we better go and get and get into that. So we will talk to you guys soon. And we'll talk about the Rangers today too, right? Yes, yes we will. Take us out. Thanks for listening to the Cowboys Ballsy with a Z podcast. Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes. You'll get new episodes every week. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, sports fans, see you.